0: Me a
1: breakdown, breakdown, oh, breakdown. hey everybody this is luke breakdown. and i'm kurt and welcome back to the break
0: here we are another breakdown week yeah i've been super encouraged this week talking to people who um love to listen to the show mm-hmm. hear it it's great um. Some people say they watch us, and I'm like, "That's awesome! I love. Is awesome. I love that you're watching that it. Is awesome. That's really cool. It's hard because you end up watching the breakdown screen the whole time. But I think <laughs> I think David's working on getting some pictures of us up there. Hey, that will so. be cool. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, no, we're we're super appreciative of all of you who have. Oh uh, yes. Every week you come up to us and let us know how you're encouraged, how how the Lord is using this in your life. Um, and that really blesses us.
0: It does. I mean, you know, Luke, we we bring it up sometimes periodically, mm-hmm. but it was quite a while ago that you went to Pastor Zach and said, "Hey, I w- I have this burden on my heart. We need some type of connection between what the experience is yeah. on a Sunday and Absolutely. what we're doing throughout yeah. the week." So yeah. praise God, we hear about our some of our greenhouses using this. This is awesome, and and it's so funny because you know. You 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 kind of had similar visions early on, and here we are with greenhouses. You know, yes, during this breakdown, it's like did. Wow. we did have a
1: conversation like that. It that happened. Is really cool.
0: So it's awesome to hear about how God is using this breakdown, and we like to model. This is what it means to get into the Word and to yes. dialogue with one another, and don't be afraid. We can have, uh, you know, differences. We can see things differently. That um, as iron sharpens iron, so one sharpens the countenance right. of his friend. Right. So yeah. one sharpens the other, and yeah. that's a. That's a, a a process, you yeah. know.
1: Well, cuz you know the Lord uh gives us the message on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um but we don't want to just hear it. That's we don't right. want to just even make a note of it. We want to take it in and mm. make it part of ourselves. Yeah. And part of and the way we do that is by discussing and and working that out with the Lord and with each other. And com- you know, conversation and living in community is those are the tools and that's the design that the Lord has.
0: Yeah. I was just with uh, a couple of amazing people this morning, and they were talking about how this era is ending where we, uh, we've we just been so spoon-fed. What I love about our church here is that it's, it's nearly impossible to be spoon-fed because there's some challenge coming forth either in the worship or in the message on Sunday yeah, that yeah. you have to go digging. Right. You, right. you have to do work. Mm-hmm. It's nearly impossible to sit here and just to keep being spoon-fed, but we're coming out of this era where... We have had church culture, and I don't—I don't mean to say this church. I'm not. I'm saying overall, yeah, we're coming from this fat, dumb, happy era where we're just okay, just kind of receiving. You know, we get a fatness. I don't mean that in an arrogant or a mean way. Right. I mean, there's yeah. a fatness no, from teaching.
1: Right. Well, I would even say even the the things that sound simple and that sound straightforward, when you really take the time mm. to. To chew on them and, and work them out, you find out, wow, that goes a lot deeper than it even seems on the surface. That's it. So if you're either one feeling discouraged because you don't understand something, that's fine. That's That's, that's a great that's starting point. That's a good point. place to be. And the Lord will work with that and we will work with that. That's what we do with each other. And yeah. then if you're feeling like, oh, that was too simple, well... Stop and let the Lord work with that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe dig a little deeper. I think yeah. that, I think that this is the thing. I've been joking about this POA
0: and the plateaus. Like I I've lived for so long in my life thinking there's a point of arrival. That's yeah. always what I'm saying right. when there's a POA. Because
1: well, we want one. We do. Because then we're like then we'll feel like, okay, the work uh, is done. Done. No. But that's not how it is and that's not how God is either. Yeah. Right? He yep. never he never gets to the point of arrival. There's always <laughs> more in him.
0: That's right. Yeah. That's so cool. So as we dialogue and go through the scriptures or as we as we rehearse what God did on a Sunday, it's not just looking back to look back. It's looking looking back to say what is God doing? And I mean, man, just in 2 years time, you can see the prophetic, the apostolic message that's been coming forth as the Lord is leading his church. Uh, By the Holy Spirit. And so it's it's so cool. I I will even say, go ahead. You got something? No, 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 no. Keep going. I was going to say, it's really powerful. On Sunday morning, I, I was even meditating on whether or not I should bring this up, but it's just so cool because it shows how the Spirit of God is working seamlessly. So I'm kind of just mulling in my spirit, mulling over early Sunday morning in those wee hours. And all I keep hearing is encountering Jesus, encountering Jesus, encountering Jesus. I just spent some time at the youth camp, which man was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was so cool to see what God did with our United students uh, down at Camp Clear this past weekend. And I was like, Lord, what was the unique difference? What was the unique difference? And it really was, they encountered Jesus and Jesus encountered them. There was, there was an expectation on both sides. Mm-hmm. It's, as, it's as if we could look, Peel back the curtain at heaven, and and the Lord knew these these young people are yeah. hungry for me. Yeah. They want me. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Yeah. So how funny it was for me to come on Sunday morning. I was fell out of my chair, in Pastor Zach using the word encountering Christ, encountering, talking about these two encounters. Like yes, mm-hmm. it's awesome. It's awesome. Which you and I were talking off the mic. It yeah. wasn't. It's not a message that the Lord wants me to go and preach. It's it was it was a reminder to me. I thought the Lord was maybe kind of working a new message in me. But and it could be, but here it is. The Lord is showing me, hey, I'm hearing from him. And right. the wee hours of the morning, the Lord's mm-hmm. stirring me yep. on something that's completely different. Yeah. And yet I come to service on Sunday and this is where he's leading by his spirit. Mm. Really cool, huh?
1: Oh, absolutely. And that's that's what the Lord was after all along. Mm. Cause we can go we go back to the garden and it's the Lord would walk with Adam in the cool mm. of the day, and they had full communion. Yeah. So this is the whole point of why Jesus came. This is the point of god's grace is so that we can have that full communion with him, yeah and and it it's you and jesus it's It's you and God and God having that relationship with you and taking you to places in your heart that uh you know your brothers and sisters don't go there like it's it's there's just something special like you can you share out of that, we share out of that place with one another. But there is some. There's a relation that that relationship piece of me and the Lord, you and the Lord. That's a one-on-one individual thing, very special. Mm.
0: Which the Lord then uses again. Look at it. Look at look at Sunday's message. Mm -hmm. Acts nine. Acts Acts nine. Look at Sunday's message. The Lord uses Paul's. I mean, almost abhorrence to the way. Right. I mean, just his absolute against. Why. Because he's so driven to honor God right he he really is firmly believing at this point in his life and in his journey like this is we have to get rid of yeah, this we gotta, way we gotta, we deal, gotta, with gotta this. deal with this. there's only one way, and so it's so interesting, and yet over here you have this disciple ananias and 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 Christ is encountering him, mm-hmm. and yet he brings these two together, yep. yep yep, so there's really something amazing even before we get into the message and kind of going through the meat of it, how the Lord leads us individually yes. to a collective picture.
1: Yes, that's so good. Again, it's, oh, happening, so good. it's
0: happening visually for yeah. me on Sunday as we're going through the message. I'm thinking, the Lord is already stirring me all weekend mm-hmm. about the need to encounter Jesus. That's where everything is transformed. And here we come to Sunday's message. And it's like, oh, okay, that's exactly right. So we pick up in Acts chapter nine, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, study on Sunday, but hearing really about Uh, two encounters. You have Paul's conversion, Saul's conversion, and you have Ananias encountering Jesus as a disciple. And you can see the distinct difference of what it looks like, you know, when you're not really a disciple of Jesus. Yeah. But there's so many nuances and so much meat in there. You Mm -hmm. could just soak in that conversion of of Saul for a while.
1: Mm -hmm. And Pastor Zach brought out some uh, really cool insights about those encounters. Yeah. So, um, the first one was, so, uh, Jesus appears to, to Paul yep. right on the road Yeah, and, um, he's a Saul, Saul, like, why are you persecuting me? And Zach said, an encounter with the Lord will expose our misled efforts. Yeah. And, um, I really want to emphasize, I really feel to emphasize that, you know, Jesus leads that encounter. Hmm. He's leading that encounter, and even the fact that he's asking the question implies like, the, the desire for a connection yeah, that's and a relationship. It's good. And he is, he's exposing, but it's, there's also a drawing in.
0: Mm. That's really good. I mean, you see this zeal with yeah. Saul, and, and, it, and I, I think it's absolutely amazing because God can and will use anything. Mm-hmm. I will have compassion and mercy yeah. upon whom I will have compassion yeah. and mercy. And so God uses Saul's zeal to right. literally turn yeah. the world upside down. And yet that that zeal became the obviously the very passion, but that zeal there was like this thing that was the Lord knows how to ask the right question yeah. to him. Yeah. I think about yeah. my own journey and some of my misled efforts mm-hmm. and yet the Lord met me in those misled efforts, exactly. clarified yeah. the truth, turned everything on its head, right, and set me in the direction that yep. I needed to go.
1: Because uh Paul well you know Paul's zeal doesn't change no. after he becomes a Christian he's exactly the same except now he has he has the truth truth and he's been his eyes have been opened to the truth so you know Jesus the lord is looking for anything that he can use mm-hmm. and he will he will encounter that and he will use it
0: yeah i think it goes right back to what Jesus is saying that blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness it's really interesting that if you use Saul as like this prototype, like, or, you know, the picture, uh, he's on this journey and God sees there's something within that man that mm-hmm. I can use. That yep. very zeal is going to get the truth of this gospel message out there. Um, so it really kind of brings us back to the place of like, we don't have to go off on this witch hunt. Where are the misled areas of my life? Right. But
1: no, as, no, no. But we do yeah. have to lean into like those stirring. Yes. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's where I think we have to find, we have to come to that place of comfort where Jesus will guide you and Jesus will enlighten you to the areas in which you are off. Mm -hmm. And he's very clear again with Paul. He was very, very, very clear. Yeah. Why are you persecuting me? Me.
0: Yep. It's interesting because as we follow the Lord and you and I were kind of talking about this off, off the mic, but as we follow the Lord, um, I think Pastor Zach even mentioned it on Sunday. You know, we, we sometimes get this feeling in our gut, like maybe, maybe we're doing this wrong. Like maybe there's something off, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't mean the whole salvation thing. I mean, maybe there's a part of which we brought into this. Um, there's something that we brought into this experience that God wants to flip on its head. God wants to show us, yeah, that's just a tradition of man. That's just something that's not the way that I'm going to do it. And we have to be open and sensitive yeah. to those things and hold them up to the word of God. Absolutely. Now, the Lord has given us his word mm-hmm. to make sure that if he's leading us in a spiritual way, that we have a reference point for it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And then that other, what was, what was it else that he said from the... Well, on the Saul side,
0: even even before the misstep, Look at my
1: notes here. That's Sorry.
0: okay. No, you're good. <laughs> even even on the Saul side, I think one thing, and I, I don't like to keep using this, but it's a perfect example. Um, I, I just remember myself um, having gone through my season of rebellion and really kind of coming back and being like, you know what? Hey, maybe there is a time for abortion. Maybe there is a good reason for that. And at the same time, the Lord was kind of stirring in my heart and in my gut, like, you know, you need to look a little bit further into that. And I, I want to say this with with Saul and even our personal lives is sometimes we're holding on to beliefs or systems or ideologies something that we believe is an absolute and we need to be willing to allow the Lord to show us what the truth actually is, just like Jesus encountered Saul on the road to Damascus. And I'll never forget how the Lord encountered me. And really taught me about abortion and taught me about murder and taught me about women who had been raped and actually chose to keep the baby. It was amazing, these things that the Lord was re- re- revealing to me. And I began to totally shift because the Lord was after something in my heart. I began to totally shift my understanding of the topic mm-hmm. and the concept yeah. and how the Lord wanted me to communicate. Yeah. You know, on, on this, not now this side of truth, opening your mouth for the speechless and the cause of all those who are appointed to die. So again, I know I've used that several times on our show, but we all have, No, it's so, so crucial. We have moments in our life where it's like, okay, the Lord is meeting something in our life. Like that needs to be dealt with.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, like when Paul writes to uh, Timothy and he's, you know, it's in that passage where he's talking about like, you know, false doctrines and, and he but he points timothy back to like the sanctification through the word of god and prayer mm. and you know when we're talking about encountering jesus that's how we do it yeah right yep. that's how we do it it's through the word of god yeah the written word of god that's right and then also by prayer yeah praying to him and and hearing from 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 jesus through the holy spirit in our in in our spirit yeah um and bringing him those places where we're like, I don't really know about this, mm-hmm. or can you shed your light on this? Teach me on uh, about this situation. So just like you with with the abortion thing, Lord, yeah. give me your heart. Yeah, and that's what we're that's what ends up happening when we encounter Jesus. Yep, is it's his goal is to give us the Father's heart.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
1: This is so good. As
0: you're talking here, I'm thinking about a friend of mine who I met years ago who. Um, just had this experience with God. But before he ever had the experience with God, he was in the 12-step program. You know, he died on the side of the street. God revived him. The Lord just did supernatural stuff in his life. And he knew, okay, somebody and something saved me. So as he was going through the 12-step program and looking at all these different things, he moved into some Eastern meditation. Mm-hmm. And he, had, he kept his practices. This is what was so interesting to me. He kept his practices of eastern meditation well into the early years of his christianity mm. and it took him a while to understand okay i don't need to have that meditation right. as a part of my walk with the lord mm-hmm. but it wasn't somebody coming along the side and hitting upside the head and yeah. it was the holy spirit yes. revealing to him Amen. hey there's a different way yes. i want to encounter this area in yes. your life you may have been able to use that for mm-hmm. this period but i'm going to bring you to a new yeah, place i'm going to show you a better way, way. there's a better yeah? way yeah which is so good so in and just being open to how the spirit wants to lead us again, I would say for those of us who are believers, we're probably going to have Saul experiences, but really, really what we're going to be leaning into from Sunday's message is the Ananias experience. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely.
0: <laughs> that the, I love what Pastor Zach was saying that an encounter with Jesus as a disciple mm-hmm. may put you in a situation to use a gift and to do something you don't really want to do the wrong place at the wrong time, even though it's the right place. And the right time.
1: Yeah. Well, and but the, again, there's so much comfort to be drawn from that exchange. Yes. Okay? Yeah. So it's not like if you're feeling fearful or you're feeling nervous, don't don't feel that way. No. That's that's not how you should feel from reading this. Yeah. You take comfort in the fact. So number one, Ananias has this relationship with the Lord that he knows that the Lord is speaking to him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so again. Sanctified by the word of God and prayer, so we—that's we, our foundation. Use those. Yes. And then when the Lord speaks, He comes and He's very clear about what Ananias is to do. Mm-hmm. And the Lord knows that Ananias is the one for the job. Yeah. So if if the Lord gives you something to do, He's going to be clear, mm-hmm. and He and just trust that He's going to give you the tools and to do what He's calling you to do.
0: Yeah. Which is really important. And I have to say, there are so many times that I'm like Ananias, where God is showing me something Mm -hmm. and, and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm Mm -hmm. not going there. I'm not saying that I'm not going to talk to that person. It's not going to happen. And I have to say that, um, you know, I don't want to, I feel like those times are becoming less and less because I'm trying to be more attentive. Mm -hmm. And even, even if I can't, I have so many memories of just Driving down the road, and the Lord speaking to me like, "Hey, I want you to go over there. I want you to stop yeah. by that Cumberland Farms. I want you to go in. There's somebody there who's waiting. This is this is how you and I were talking yeah. off the mic. <clears throat> this is how the Lord wants to lead us. Yep. And and we have quieted. We've been lulled mm-hmm. as the church. We've been lulled as the body of Christ. We've been and quieted yeah. with our comfortable Christianity, yeah. and we think, okay, mm-hmm. you know, if we get an opportunity." But the time is short and yeah. God is leading us. Amen. And it's not about going and doing this thing. It's not a thing. It's literally, I'm, I'm spitting over yeah, here. I'm so excited. It's fine. It, it's literally, you have a connection with the living God. Yeah. You have the living word yeah. and spirit inside of you. Right. God's heart is aching for those who are around you. He wants you to go, wants you to hear. There's something, there's yeah. people that he wants. Yeah
1: absolutely absolutely and and you know another comfort we take is you can vocalize i love those hesitations I do, yeah exactly i, to like, I know lord, where are gonna go that's what ananias yes, did he's yes. like hey uh, uh... you know this guy like we are talking about the same guy here right we're talking like, about saul yeah like <laughs> we're, we're trying to avoid him like yeah. we know he's coming to kill us saul of tarsus uh, right lord yes. that guy that guy we're, yeah so but th- but that points to how dynamic mm. our conversations and encounters with the Lord should be. Yeah. You know? Um, because that's that's how we're supposed to walk with him yeah. is talking back and forth. So good. And having that. And it's that from that place of intimacy that we understand where our strength comes from. Mm-hmm. That it's not about, oh, I have to get this right. I have to... Uh, make sure I get all the you know like all the ducks in the row and like is this really what's going on? no like just go from that place of trust if you don't know what to do vocalize that to the Lord. I mean mm-hmm. who else should you be vocalizing that to if not to him? Yeah yeah we have this beautiful
0: because we're in grace we have mm-hmm. this beautiful relationship with the Lord. I think sometimes we bring so much fear. Right. Into our relationship with the Lord. But you see the dialogue back yes. and forth. Yeah. I mean, if Paul was breathing threats and murder, Jesus could have taken him out on the road. But mm-hmm. he didn't. Mm-hmm. God is compassionate. Yeah. You know?
1: he Well, and, that, and that's the thing. Jesus is the one who's driving the whole thing. <laughs> so you don't ever feel that you have to get in the driver's seat. You can't. No. Jesus is the only, he is the only driver.
0: Yeah. You know, this this area of like Ananias kind of dialoguing and debating with Jesus. I love that you're bringing up that we, we really do have that place. Not to be super, you know, like, I'm not going there. I'm not doing that. No. We see, we see yeah. what happens. You know, yeah. you got Jonah oh, yeah. as a model. Of course, of course. But yeah. God is super gracious. Yep. I, I remember times that I, I turned down an assignment from the Lord and nobody had to beat me over the head. The Lord didn't have to come back and spank me proverbially. I was really, really saddened in my own heart. That I missed an opportunity and I thought to myself, you know what, Lord, if I'm asking you to speak and then you speak Mm -hmm. and I don't respond, I don't want that voice to keep getting quieter. I want, I want to have a relationship with you. And if that means doing uncomfortable things then Mm -hmm. I'll do it, I'll follow you. Cause what I really want is you. Yep. I want relationship with you. And Paul, Paul comes to the place in his life when he says my intended purpose is just to know him. Yeah. To be acquainted with him and mm-hmm. the fellowship of his sufferings, like yep. I want to be there. Yeah, the glory of his resurrection, all these things. Yeah, it comes from intimacy. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And like, how did uh, how did you find the Lord working you after that prayer? Or
0: so, like, if I, yeah, or like where I, I missed was it,
1: strength in it. Yeah, like, yeah, take us into that. So,
0: like, the times that I blatantly yeah. walked away. Yeah, I think that's. that's I, really I good. think
1: you know this is where you know we
0: have these kind of two pole scriptures, these opposing scriptures, where it's the goodness of God. Leads us to repentance, and yet you see that godly sorrow mm-hmm. also produces repentance. And yeah. I have to say that there are times where it's His goodness, mercy, and grace that just causes a quickening in my heart to turn me right around. And then there's that time where there's that godly sorrow that my heart is just repentant, like Lord, I I'm really sorry I missed that mark. I remember one one particular experience. Um, this, you know, sometimes Luke, sometimes we talk whether we're teaching or we're in a pulpit, and and we all do this. We tend to put people in boxes and we're kind of off the pedestal thing. I think that's where, that's falling by mm-hmm. the wayside, but we tend to box people in. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's their gifting. They yeah. have a street ministry or they can do this and they can do that. No, no, no. We're all followers of the yes. Lord Jesus. We're all called to make disciples. Yeah. We're all called to preach the gospel. Yep. And so as we look at that, I tend to think like, um, I, I remember specifically this time where I'm driving down the road, I'm just, it's the only thing I've been thinking about this whole time, driving down the road. And I really, I'm driving by this guy, he's out working on his lawn. And I really sense that this is a bit bold to say, but I, I sense that it was really, really immediate that I needed to talk to him about Jesus, like really immediate. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I'm not doing it. I'm not pulling over this guy's drive. I'm not, I talked myself out of it for quite a while. And then I finally turned back around. And this is often what happens to me. I talk myself and I'm talking to the Lord for a while. I don't know how many miles yep. I usually make yep. it, but I usually end up turning back yep. around. This time stuck with me and nothing major happened other than the fact that the guy was gone. Okay. It wasn't, it, nothing major, okay. but it stuck with me that day. And I thought, Lord, I don't know yeah. what's happening with that man from this moment on. And mm-hmm. I just walked by an opportunity feeling a sense of urgency. Yep. And I'm really sorry. Yep. I don't yep. want to do that again. So now, Lord, I pray that maybe you send another laborer, Lord, give me another opportunity and I'll be super strategic. I'll drive by again. (laughs) I remember another instance I was driving by somebody and I felt the Lord had given me, this is before I had come to HBC and really understood a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom. Mm -hmm. And I felt this word of knowledge rise up in my heart for this individual on the street. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's nuts. I'm not doing that. Lo and behold, it was accurate and it was the Lord all over Mm -hmm. it. So again, these are not things that are specific to you or yeah. to me yeah. or to Pastor oh, Zach no, no, and no, Pastor no. John yeah. and all the other team. Yeah. This is how the Lord wants to lead us, his, his children yeah. and His body. That's
1: that's it's really encouraging. Um, because I've had similar things. Yeah, I had a similar thing, uh, to you, like the way you described it, and I I was, oh my goodness, like I'm, God's not going to use me again. Yeah, but that's not how the Lord works. No. There is grace, and He's He'll He will teach you. Yep. Um, And he strengthens you. Mm -hmm. So he's like, yeah, okay, we're going to, you're going to grow from this. But God, again, he is the driver. So he will, if he's going after that person, even if you don't participate in that part of the process, there's going to be somebody else. Yeah. yeah. So it does, the work of God does not hinge on you. Mm -hmm. It it hinges on Jesus. That's
0: right. But he chooses to use you. He does. Again, we tend to look at just the activity. He's looking for relationship. Yes. You know, he is looking for that connection. You go right back to the garden. Mm -hmm. He was walking with Adam in the cool of the day. It was relationship. God didn't need anything. He is fully complete. He created out of desire, not need. Love creates, love builds. You know what I'm saying? Love reproduces. Out of the love of who he is, this earth was formed. right? You know what I'm saying? He doesn't have any needs. He didn't need, man. We get to join in. With what he's doing, and right. his desire is relationship. Yes, yeah. he desires relationship, mm-hmm. and we understand that God has desires. Absolutely. He. D- why do we think we have desires? Right. We've been created he made, in His image. He made us. Yeah. <laughs> so this this is so beautiful to look at. Um, not even to thinking this is where mm-hmm. our show is going to go today, but there is something that's stirring. We don't have to be weird. We don't have to be goofy about it. But moving us into our next point, where Ananias is kind of like, really, God, him? Mm-hmm. Don't you know about this, Saul? It's, it really got me thinking about with the rise of paganism and mm-hmm. witchcraft and yep. all these different things. I mean, we say rise, but you're talking about history. Yeah, it's the you, same you, stuff. It's the same stuff.
1: Might look a little different, you know, but we, it's the same.
0: We are, we are progressing away from this godly nation that we once were, um, and it's, it's not necessarily getting back to anything other than the Word of God, getting back to the truth. I mean, there's no there's no man, nobody's going to save us. It's only Jesus. We're yeah. not looking for something political to transform everything. It's got to be Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's got to be his yep. kingdom come. Yep. So yep. as we as we look at this, you know, we don't have a right. This brings me right back to Pastor John Gagne's message a year ago this July on the wilderness, a stream of water mm-hmm. in the desert land and a path in the wilderness. And one of the things that Pastor John Gagne kept saying during that time is, You might call this place a wilderness, but God says there's a path that's going there. You might call that a desert land, Mm -hmm. but there's a stream of water. We have to shift in that eternal perspective we're talking about. We have to shift to start seeing the kingdom Mm -hmm. just like with Saul. Ananias didn't have a right to say, hey, he's unqualified because this is who he is. He had a right to kind of talk to the Lord about that, but the Mm -hmm. Lord had a greater call. So I don't have a right to... Demonize or right. or say no. God's not going to use that person. God's not going to use that place. That right. place is dead. Right. Nothing good comes right. out of Nazareth. Right. You know. <laughs> right.
1: Right. No. It's true. It's true. And, and that's where you know, like we we come into understanding what the Lord sees. Mm. Now we might not actually see it, but we we walk in faith. Yeah. Knowing, okay, the Lord prompted me to do this. Yep. All right. We're gonna go with it. See what happens.
0: See what happens. Yeah. And trust him. Yep. As you were talking about it, I think about if you are willing and obedient, yeah. you will eat the good of the land. Absolutely. Through yeah. faith and yep. patience, they inherited yep. the promise. Yeah. And I just think it goes back to what you were saying as, right. I, as you were talking about, like, okay, keep practicing. We, t- we kind of look at everything as pass and fail, right? Yep. Don't. Just it's keep not, practicing. It's not, if you yeah. miss the mark, just keep practicing. Yeah, no,
1: no, no. If you use as your savior, you're in. Yeah. And it's a learn as you go. I love that you say just that. Just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And you know, if if you if you're confused about well, what do you mean? Like hearing from the Lord. Okay. So we are equipped with the Holy Spirit inside of us. Correct. And there's just these times where you feel like uh an unction or mm-hmm. a, a movement and you know, like you you test that and you'll learn you'll grow into this yes. like that's the thing like yeah it's you grow into it we have the scripture because again if you're if you're not sure if something's from the lord or not you can weigh it against you you should weigh it against scripture absolutely because the holy spirit's not going to tell you to do something that goes against something that has been said in scripture that's right okay but then there's it there's that basic understanding that fundamental truth but then there's the fact that we live in a world and and it's a dynamic place and the holy spirit wants to use you to reach people mm-hmm. and to change situations um and and to do things that make your life really actually extraordinary not just not just an ordinary life anymore yeah and to do that requires you to cooperate with what he's doing mm-hmm. so you have to hear his voice mm-hmm. and he's going to give you promptings it might be just as simple as like hey just go and pray for this person yeah or tell this person that they, that, you know, that, that God sees them. And I, that just, it it could be something very, very simple.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Even, even the world understands this when it comes to like a conscience. Yeah. The world understands that there is this inner part of mankind, Yeah, right? Some get really confused about soul and spirit Mm -hmm. and heart and all these different things without even getting into that. Yeah. Even the world understands there is an inner part of who we are. Your inner being. Yeah. There is, yeah. this, there is this part that can perceive without natural perception. And I think that if you can lean into that and understand that that is that spirit that God deposited from the beginning, beginning, because God is spirit in Genesis chapter one and two, God formed man from the dust of the ground, breathed into him the breath of life, which translate as spirit, Breathe into him the spirit of life. Man became a living being. Yeah. So you have these two things you're talking about. You have the, when you're born again, that's really what it comes down to, Mm -hmm. is you are born of the Spirit. Just like Adam was separated, you've been regenerated, born from above, born again in the Spirit. Now you have that Spirit of God alive Mm -hmm. inside of you. And because Hebrews 4.12, the Word of God is living and active and more powerful than any two-edged sword, because... That works with your spirit inside. Mm-hmm. That is one of the easiest ways to hear from God. Mm-hmm. Is you've got your spirit picking up on things mm-hmm. that are woven into yep. Scripture, yep. and God is leading you. Yep. You might be in your prayer time, and uh, a picture. It, it, what it comes down to, Luke, is this sensitivity mm-hmm. to what we're seeing. A lot of times we've written things off. Hey, I was praying, and I I saw this face. Okay. Pray for them. Pray for them. Test it. Test it. Ask mm-hmm. the Lord. Lord, are you leading me to that person? A lot of times we write yeah. things off. We just kind of yep. remove them. And it really could be our spirit knows these things. Mm-hmm. The spirit himself searches the deep things of God and he has revealed them yeah. to us. No eye is seen, no ear is heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man. But the spirit searches the inner things of God and reveals them. So it's going to be by spirit. I was mm-hmm. working with a guy last week. Dude, I'm like all over the mic today. Keep going. I'm so no, keep going. Sorry. Is,
1: no, don't apologize. I'm like talking. I'm loving this. I was working with so. a guy
0: last week. It was so powerful. We're praying. And I said, "Hey, man, I just had a pause. I just had a pause. I'm like, is there is there anything that the Lord is showing you?" He's like, "Man, this just this just came to me," and I'm like, "Whoa! Like we could write that off, or we could just acknowledge the Spirit is showing it to you." Yep.
1: Yeah, and and the thing is, like, there's no there's no risk in asking that question, mm-hmm. in in a sense, like it's just you know just ask, you know. Um, so I don't know how the Lord's gonna lead each of you who yeah. are listening, but He will, and yes. He has. Yeah um and if you're if you're in a place of confusion or doubt just pause and and you know ask the lord to 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 cover you with his love right now um and just let him show you the times in your life where he has encountered you and he has led you mm. and from that place of encouragement go forward knowing that he will continue to lead you he will continue to guide you he will continue to to use you that he's not done with you. Um, as long as you're here on this earth, he's gonna use you, and he wants. But again, more, even more than that, and this is where th- this is where it all goes back to is he just wants to encounter you mm. all the time, literally all the time. We're told to pray without <laughs> ceasing, which means live from that place of encounter, live yeah. from that place, yeah. And then he'll use you, but his his. His main goal isn't even to use oh, you. Oh, dude, come on, it's, man! It's to it's to encounter you. Yeah, and and to have that unity of spirit with you and him. Yeah, you weren't saved just
0: to do good work. You were saved unto, unto good works. Yeah, unto good works, yeah.
1: which God prepared
0: beforehand in Christ Jesus, that mm-hmm. we should walk in them. Right. We, should, it's a relationship, man. Mm-hmm. Luke, I'm so lit because this is what we were talking about earlier. Um, this beautiful yeah. place of intimacy. Mm-hmm. I just love that you shared that. And I feel like as as we see this kind of, I don't know, disparity, the dark is getting darker. Don't be afraid. Friends, the, the light is is right here. It's so clear. That light is in us. Mm-hmm. We are right there. And so just as the dark seems to be getting darker, the light is getting brighter. Right. The path of the righteous is like that rising sun. It shines mm-hmm. brighter and brighter and brighter to the full light of day. Right. And that's, it. that's yeah. what's inside of us. Yep. Yeah, I really love you bringing that up, that it's not just about the work. I think I've spent so many mm-hmm. years of my life trying to just work for Jesus yeah. and work for the Lord, and we get to do stuff with him. Yep yeah well i'm excited i hope you i hope you listening enjoyed the show just as much as we did or at least i did luke i haven't even checked with you i, I hope you enjoyed the, our time today oh i've been i've been loving <laughs> it it's fantastic you so couldn't tell
1: yeah It's well.
0: oh, awesome <laughs> hey any final thoughts or as we wrap up today anything more on like encountering jesus or yeah well the- i
1: mean pastor zach did say um he said something interesting and this is about this came out of the ananias situation hmm. he said uh an encounter With the Lord will often bring, um, nope, not that one. It's an encounter with the Lord may require the right gifts in the wrong place. You got it. So the Lord has equipped you. Mm -hmm. So it is not for you to decide the place in which, if that place is worthy of those gifts, if he's telling you to use it, just go use it. That's right. Okay. So you don't have to worry about it. He knows the end from the beginning, Mm. he just tells you to do it. So good. So good. So don't get caught up in the worrying.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. That's really awesome. I, I, I love that point because we can we can take on the responsibility of saying that place is unqualified or that person is Or disqual- it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's not worth it. it couldn't mm-hmm. poss- that couldn't possibly be the Lord. Right. And I think that's why God gives us counsel. That's why the Lord has set first in the body the apostles and or first in mm-hmm. the church the apostles and the prophets and the teachers I think that we, if we have this lingering question, like, hey, man, I've been sensing this in my prayer time. Well, yeah, you may want to talk to somebody about it if it's super big. God wants to lead us in the small, and he wants to lead us in the super big. And Mm -hmm. so I think just bouncing things off of good people, whether people in your greenhouse, overseas, whatever, having dialogue and sharpening one another, this is what we should be doing.
1: Amen. That's That's awesome.
0: All right. Well, I guess I'll pray for us today. All right, Father, we thank you so much for our time today. Thank you that we can encounter Jesus all the time. Jesus, you are alive and well. You are the firstborn among many brethren. And today you are seated at the right hand of the throne of God. And our spirits are sealed. We are seated with you in heavenly places. And so, as you are, so are we in this earth and on this earth. We are operating with your authority on this earth. We will go where you tell us to go. We will say what you tell us to say. We'll do what you tell us to do. But it is not about the work so much as it is about knowing you and having intimacy with you. Yes, we get to do good works. We get to partner with you in how you have chosen to reach this world, a lost and hurting and dying world. But you love us. You love this world. So thank you that as we connect with you, you're leading us every single day. You're governing and teaching us how to run our households, our ministries, and lead ourselves as an example in the workplace. Lord, we love you. We trust you. We honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, I'm Luke. And
1: I'm Kurt. And that's The Breakdown. We'll catch you next week.